Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. That was weird. Hi. And by that was weird, you mean just like the day, <laughs> the week, Thursday. What a weird day. <laughs> this morning, did your kids say anything about what it looked like outside? Mm. Because the minute we started driving to school, my kids went, is it cloudy? Is it foggy? Is it hazy? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Because you can't see anything because of the inversion. I'm so embarrassed by it, honestly. Every winter, I'm like so embarrassed. Even though it's not my own problem, I'm always like, this is what we are all living in. And we do it to ourselves. Yeah. And Well, yes and no. What? Yes and no. Because when we first moved here, I remember saying to a local, like, you know, it's our fault that we have inversion like this. And the person said, no, this is actually a perpetual problem of valleys. So for people who don't live here... Occasionally, most often in the winter when we have a seasonal change, we experience inversion, which is when the pollutants from just our cars and life and whatever get stuck beneath a layer of high pressure. Mm-hmm. Meteorologist Amanda's back in the seat, obviously. Love that. The high pressure keeps inversion down. And because we live in a valley, it gets real it really gets stuck in this bowl. Yeah, but you just said that's not our fault. So they said that like if you live, whatever valley you live in, mm-hmm. if it is surrounded by mountains, like 75% of the diameter, which you, Salt Lake City is, mm-hmm. you will have inversion despite how many cars you have. Really? Because just the way the temperature and the air pressure works. Mm. They said like Denver, Denver occasionally has inversion as bad as we do. Huh. Um, they went through a list of cities and they said, it's not necessarily that we are a terrible to our environment, which we are, but he said, even if no one drove all the time, because remember, even during COVID, when yeah. no one was driving, we would still have days of inversion. Yeah, a little bit. Not as often, but right. we would. So he said it was just the way the valley is structured. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of yucky. I wonder if that contributed to my family's mood today. Yeah. Because it has been getting consistently worse and worse. And you guys, mm. <laughs> you don't, for those of you who don't live here, today, you can't even see... The mountains next to our house. Well, you can't like see yesterday. Them. You couldn't see the mountains. Today, yeah. you can't see like four blocks. Mm. It yeah. Like, everything right? Looks, Is that a little looks, dramatic? No, it's not. It looks smoky or smoggy. I told it the kids like it's fog. soupy. It's soupy yeah, outside. Yeah, it does. And like the sun didn't come out at all today. Well, it was. Well, yeah, it was the, covered like, late afternoon, and uh-huh. even then, it was like just the mm-hmm. like, covered with a haze. You couldn't mm-hmm. tell. If you've been to like Northern California and you've experienced dense fog, it yeah. honestly felt like we were in a yeah. fog all day long. It, it was really, and my mood Mentally, was emotionally, oh, physically. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. We were in a fog all day long yeah. as a family. Like really interesting. So yeah, I'm ready for it. But Friday, the snowstorm that's coming Friday is going to clear it all out. So yeah. I mean, it's causing all sorts of problems in my travel schedule. But yeah, I'm really excited for everyone else. But you know, this could be a good old-fashioned Mother Nature mess around where it's like, we're going to be have a huge snowstorm and nothing happens. Yeah. So, and your car is fine. So I don't know if you should leave for Disneyland early because you're afraid of the snow. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I know. Remember when we left California early because of the, what was it? Monsoon? Well, I don't know what we were experiencing in the summer, but everyone was like, batting down the hatches. It was, it was fine yeah it was rain it was rain yeah and this is I think just gonna be snow yes but I don't want to get stuck 
on the highway yeah. in one of the big snow storms. Because they said it's yeah. just going to come in waves. Yeah. But they can't be like, the first wave is going to hit from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then the next wave is right. going to, like, yeah. I have no idea. And so we're just going to pack everything tonight and tomorrow. Well, it's fine. What are you looking tonight, at? Tonight? It's 8.37 yeah. in the evening. The day is over. I have three of my four kids. I have all their clothes ready to go. Oh, my stars. And almost packed. My husband packed himself. Okay. As, so that's as good. he should. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. So I just have my oldest son and myself to okay. throw things in bags for. Easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then just a few other things. We'd like, I think I've got most everything kind of figured out and squared away. Okay. I feel pretty good about it. I might be up a little late tonight, but uh, it's fine. It's worth it. If it just means peace of mind. But also you're oh. going to California. There's nothing there that you can't buy. I would just like right. throw the kids in the car and be like, well, buy a new wardrobe in LA. Let's go, guys. That sounds cost efficient. Yeah, Disneyland yeah, yeah. and a whole new wardrobe. That's how Amanda does things. Merry Christmas. That's not how you do things. No, you're right. You just pack one pair of underwear That's for your right. entire family and you just rotate it around all week. We'll be close to the ocean. Just go rinse it off there. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be really fun. Okay. So you're basically ready, but you don't know when you're leaving. No. Okay. Sometime in the next... 24 to 48 hours. Okay. Not even that. 24 to 46 hours. Okay. 30, 36. Look, that's how, that is Sometime. How, sometime <laughs> soon we will be leaving. Yeah. So um, I feel like with you going on your trip, there will be ample opportunities for you to use your family motto, which is what we are talking about today. Uh, yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So it's probably good that we're talking about this now because it's going to be said a lot in the next... 10 days that you're gone only six days but yeah well maybe seven that's a lot of days maybe eight yeah that's a lot of days maybe 10 so um I think that families I think a lot of families let's say that's generalizing but it sounds like a lot of families have mottos or little sayings they repeat often to their kids right mm -hmm. I personally don't remember having one when I was a when I was growing up mm. but there were like vinyl stickers all around the house that said things like Remember who you are and the family name you carry, things like that. <laughs> so I did have stuff like that rambling around in my head often. And did the vinyl sticker phrases work? Did they stick mm -hmm. with you? Um, I feel like I did not behave better based off of my name, honestly. <laughs> but like, do, do you remember who you are and the name you carry, Amanda Hanks? No, thank you. basically anyone can steal my identity now. You just told everyone my name. Your Instagram handle is like oh, secrets.amanda. That's a rookie mistake. <laughs> I got to fix that. <laughs> oh, man. So, did, yeah, I don't know. There's don't know. surprise. Yeah, yeah, here we are. <laughs> so did you guys have a family jingle? I, no, we did not have a motto in my house either. Okay. But there was and still is a wall hanging with these phrases that always make me giggle. Okay. When I was little, okay. as a teenager, and now going home, it, when you guys came to my parents' house, I remember seeing it on the bathroom wall and, again, chuckling to myself going, I love that thing Why so much. Why did I not see it? So what is it? I actually had my mom take a picture of it okay. because it just it just okay. makes me laugh. House rules. If you sleep on it, make it up. If you wear it, hang it up. If you drop it, pick it up. If you eat out of it, put it in the sink. If you step on it, wipe it off. If you open it, close it. If you empty it, fill it up. If it rings, answer it. If it howls, feed it. If it cries, love it. That 
is tender. That is tender. But every now and then I yeah. just think of that and go, yeah. I'm like, every problem in life would be solved if everyone just followed the house Totally, rules. totally. Well, you know what's funny about this? Look, at so it's like, it's perfectly matted in this frame yeah. for our listeners. This probably came from, oh, what? late 80s, right? Uh, yeah. Some, was it your mother that used the calligraphy pen to write this up? Write I this don't up? know. I don't even know the story of it. I asked my mom to send it to me, but I didn't ask. We should ask her. origin story. Text her. Yeah, we should ask her because it Tell her it's you looks texting like, her. it looks like someone like used a calligraphy pen and wrote it all out. We're yeah. going to post this story. It was Instagram probably a church, really a church women's activity. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone come together. We're going to make up some house rules right here, right now. And they all went around. All right, Martha, what do you think? Well, if you sleep on it. All right. If you step in it, wipe it off. Betsy, your turn. Well, if you step on that. Yeah. That's very good. That's very Uh, fun. I sent that picture to myself because we're going to post it on Instagram. That's hilarious. Good, good. So you think of that. Okay, I do. Yeah. That that just makes me laugh. But Mm -hmm. that is the closest thing I could even come up with to some sort of family motivational speech. Sure. Sure. I like that a lot. See, but that's, some of these are tongue in cheek, right? Because you might have a family model that's like really sweet and like tender, but most of mine are not. Most of mine are like, like stop licking your foot. Like, is that your, what is your family motto? Is that it? Keep your tongue in your mouth. Like, so I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) don't be dumb. That's actually my real motto. Don't be dumb. (laughs) That's good. Ours, ours is a little more yell friendly. Make good choices. Yeah. That, that's yeah. kind of our family catchphrase. I don't know that it's a motto per mm-hmm. se, but if someone asked my children, what is something sure. your parents say to you often? Sure. Besides I love you, I would hope they would say that first. The next thing would be make good choices. Yeah. They would say, I think even my kids could say that's what you say because you say that all the time. I do. It's, yeah. it's important. I actually have stopped saying it to people when they go to the bathroom. It used to be my favorite Thank thing you. to do. But I saw someone say that was a beige flag. And so I stopped doing someone it. Called that, someone called you out? No, or? they didn't call me out. But I read somewhere that like someone used to always say, it wasn't make good choices, but they would say, oh, don't fall in. They would say, don't oh. fall in when someone would go to the bathroom. And I think it was a guy, a girl was dating. Yeah. And the girl yeah. was like, that is a beige flag, borderline red flag. Yeah. I don't care. Like it's that. not annoying. It's not, it's not inappropriate, but it's also yeah. not funny. It's just kind of yeah. like. Really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. get it. So, so you stop saying. Yeah. So I've, I've, yeah, I've grown out That's of that. Funny. I've decided I've I should out. probably, I should probably stop. <laughs> it was fun in my thirties, yeah. but you know, I'm practically 40 now. So I thought hey, I should act my age. This month you've really grown up a lot. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So there's actually a few opinion articles about family mottos, believe it or not. Huh. Uh, as much digging as I did, there were no scientific medical journals about it, but there were a few opinion articles. Believe I'm not. shocked. Yeah, yeah. So here are some of the thoughts that people share that I think are interesting. Someone said, creating a family motto can be a useful way to clarify for your kids the core values of your family. I like that because actually a lot of the things that people submitted, our listeners submitted, were um, core values, yeah. like things that their family believes in, which I think are really sweet. Yeah. Um, it also says that it provides a convenient way to reinforce the values your kids should use as a guide to life. Hmm. I think that is a perfectly, that's very apropos for your motto, make good choices. Like yeah. that's always going to be in the back of their head. 
generally in life, you should make good choices. Not generally, always. All the time. Consistently, yeah. without <laughs> fail, make good choices. Yes. <laughs> not Some, gen- just yeah. sometimes. I can't think of a single time. I'm going to add that as a caveat. Sometimes make good choices. <laughs> Use your discretion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Very good. I'm going to use that. Use that with one of your kids. Once I'm just going to use it with you. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I will pay you $100 when you're at Disneyland this next week. <laughs> and when your kids wander off, I want you to yell through like all the lines. No, say, make good choices, but use your discretion. <laughs> Seriously, I'll get you a new pair of like running shoes. I bet I want you to do it. That is so good. So good. Okay. Challenge accepted. I love it. That'll be the best Disneyland prank of all time. All right. So we asked the listeners. If they have a family motto now or if they grew up with one and there were a lot of inspiring responses. Yeah. Let's do the inspiring ones first because they are inspiring. Okay. So one listener said their family motto was, who loves you? That's not a family motto. It's like just something they say to their kids often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So something one listener says to their kids often is, who loves you the most? Mommy and daddy. And we always will. That is very sweet and very simple. And it helps the kids remember who is the most invested in them. Financially, just financially. Just financially. <laughs> I want to know if this motto is going to continue into their teenage years because... You know, that might be something to yell out the car. That seems like something I would yell out the car window to my kids as I as they walk off to high school. Don't forget mom and daddy love you. <laughs> Come back here so I can pinch your tush. Like, so that's what I would say. I hope this continues into their newlywed years, ah. frankly. Won't that be delightful for the new in-law to hear? It has a mm. bit of a, like, Mother Gothel vibe to it. Oh, totally. I love you most. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine a, mo- a mother-in-law saying that in front of the daughter-in-law to the son? Like, and you're like, that is not a beige flag. That is like a bright red flashing flag. <laughs> Run away. Yeah, that's oh, so crazy. That's, that's a great line. Yeah, that's very good. But very sweet. I like the t- It's very tender. Another listener says, I am strong. I am brave. I can do hard things. Yes. I'm here for this one because you know I love the hard things part. That's my favorite part. Yeah, it's a solid motto. The um, I can do hard things line, however, has backfired a time or two in my home. Hmm. One time I told my son he could do hard things and he quickly replied saying, just because I can doesn't mean I want to. Mm. And that's fair. Very fair. So yeah, I love that for this family. It doesn't work for me. Interesting. I mean, that's kind of an interesting idea, right? Because it's like, I know you don't want to, but like I've said to my kids, well, I don't want to do the laundry, right? but I'm doing the laundry. And like, I don't want to, you know, spend $400 at Costco every week, but here we are. Like, yeah. I think that's probably part of the lesson, right? It's like, yeah. well, yeah, of course you don't want to, but, but we still can. Yeah, but we're still going to. Yeah, right. that's what we're going to do. Yeah. No, I like that perspective. Very interesting. Okay, another listener says their motto is always be kind. Mm. Now, I like this one because being nice and being kind, they are different. I think kindness mm. takes a little more effort and therefore is the higher virtue. I hear this a lot from uh, from other parents. It's like some variation on being kind. Mm-hmm. Well, do you ever hear people say, what do you want your kids to grow up to be? And most people I think nowadays have caught on that. We just want our kids to be kind. Yes. Just be kind. Everything else will hopefully fall into place. But I also, I like this one a lot. Did you know Taylor Swift has a song 
with lyrics. I've actually thought a lot about and that this like always be kind mentality reminds me of. Really? Definitely. Yeah. In her song called Marjorie, which is inspired by her grandmother. Marjorie. Yeah. Okay. It's a very sweet song. She starts the song by singing, never be so kind. You forget to be clever. Never be so clever. You forget to be kind. Oh, I like that. And I love that. At some point I'm going to cross stitch that phrase and just I like put it that. on all my kids walls. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's very good. Anyway, that's what that reminded me of. So there's another idea in case you're looking for a, a yeah. motto. Yeah. I Taylor like that a Swift. lot. <laughs> Okay. Another family said their motto is don't do dumb things if oh, yeah. it's applicable to everything. It is applicable to everything. The simpleness of it, this also, I mean, this is probably why my kids say dumb so much. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, mm -hmm. I don't say don't be dumb, Yeah, but usually I'll say, that's not a good idea. That's actually what I say a lot. That's not I a good do, idea. I do hear you say that often. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a good idea. I would love to hear this parent yell this phrase out the car window to their kids during morning school drop-off. Can you imagine? Don't do dumb things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about like our school in particular. That would really go over well. Be that hilarious. would be hilarious. That'd be very good. Hilarious. I should start just like test test driving weird family mottos yeah. at drop-off just to see how people around me react. Yeah. Feel yeah. them out. Yeah. 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 Feels, hey, feels right. Do you want to earn another pair of running shoes? You could say make good choices, but use discretion at the school drop off line and see how everyone, I'll get you another pair of shoes if you do it there too. You know, I'm writing these down, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. The next one's good too. Of course, back to song lyrics. Yes. This one is you can't always get what you want. Rolling Stone style. Yeah, I bet they do sing it too because you can't not sing it. So when someone submitted this, it reminded me of a time when I heard a grown adult say, like I was talking to a, an adult and they said to me that they wanted a new car. They were expressing their desire for a new car. Mm -hmm. And he said something like, you know, um, I deserve this. Even if I can't afford a new car, I expect my parents to chip in. because. And he was like, in his mid twenties, maybe late twenties. So I expect my parents to chip in because I've worked and I deserve this. And I will never forget. Like it was a light bulb moment for me where I heard all that and thought if we got what we deserved, we would not be where we are. Like no. that is the weirdest comment I've ever heard out of a grown adult. And that was a moment for me where I thought, no, I'm not going to live. I'm, that is not that does not pertain to me in my life. That is not a mentality I want to adopt. Yeah, that's I like how she says, you don't always, you can't always get what you want. Yeah. That is actually not how life works. Right. No, that's a terrible mentality yeah. to go through life is to just think you're owed no. things for yeah. everything you do. An adult actually said yeah. that. It was a real talk. Out loud. It was a red flag, not even a beige, a red, full red, <laughs> probably maroon. <laughs> like glowing red glow like, in the dark red. maybe like wine wine red i don't know but yeah that's it was scary. it was an alarm red it was, that's very that was good scary yeah yeah oh my well kudos to this parent because the rolling stones is a solid resource for family mottos and i 100 support the source my personal favorite motto from the rolling stones though would have to be i can't get no satisfaction <laughs> put that on my tombstone seriously though that that's would, our that's that's, our, a, that's the new mom Mom motto. Is there mom motto? Should we put that on the back that, of another sweatshirt? No, what, what, what do they call that? They call it a affirmation. Oh. <laughs> my, my daily affirmation. <laughs> Setting myself up for success. Oh, I'm not owed anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Very uh, good. 
Okay, well, stop being silly because I want to. I want to tell you this thing that this reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> this reminded me. I just heard this recently. I don't know where I heard it. I it was probably in a book. Oh, it, I think I was listening to Coddling of American Mind because you know me as you do as I do every day the Bible and that every day. So, um, I recently heard this excerpt from Chief Justice John Roberts. You know him. He's our Chief Justice. One of them. At his son's graduation. And it was so moving, but it goes right along with this parent's motto of you can't always get what you want. And so I just want to read a little bit of it. Now, it's a little bit long, so everyone just like get your drink ready. Here we go. Buckle up. Chief Justice John Roberts said this at his son's graduation commencement speech. And I was really moved, so I just want to share a little bit of it. Now, the, the commencement speakers will typically wish you good luck and extend good wishes to you. I will not do that, and I'll tell you why. From time to time, in the years to come, I hope you will be treated unfairly so that you will come to know the value of justice. I hope that you will suffer betrayal because that will teach you the importance of loyalty. Sorry to say, but I hope you will be lonely from time to time so that you don't take friends for granted. I wish you bad luck again from time to time so that you will be conscious of the role of chance in life and understand that your success is not completely deserved and that the failure of others is not completely deserved either. And when you lose, as you will from time to time, I hope every now and then your opponent will gloat over your failure. It is a way for you to understand the importance of sportsmanship. I hope you'll be ignored so you know the importance of listening to others. And I hope you will have just enough pain to learn compassion. Whether I wish these things or not, they are going to happen. And whether you benefit from them or not will depend on your ability to see the message in your misfortunes. Mm. Isn't that so beautifully written? Un- so really untraditional well. though. Can you imagine sitting in this audience and hearing, you know, the I wish you bad luck because it is your success is not completely deserved. It's that funny as a, as a parent from a parent perspective, I love it. Totally. Right? I would love to know what the students were thinking as they heard mm. that, what was going through their minds. Because again, mm-hmm. I come from a parent perspective now. Mm-hmm. I wonder what I would have thought if I would have heard that at my commencement yeah. speech. Either way, it is truth. It is so well written. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Cross stitch that paragraph really liked it yeah I've I need to like print this up somewhere and put it on my fridge because I thought yeah. I was really touched by it I thought it was very cool I'm gonna print it off and put it in all of our kids binders mm. the very front page mm. on the front of their binder I wish you misfortune today <laughs> my child <laughs> yell that out the car window <laughs> good luck with your misfortune From time to time <laughs> oh my stars okay. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Yep. So another listener says their family motto is mess with one, mess with all. Mm. It's pretty clear messaging there. I, f- I feel this could be coming from um, Beverly, Beverly Goldberg. Mm. This feels like this feels like something she would say, and I like that. She's you, like your spirit animal. Yeah, comes out with a pot and a wooden spoon. It's like, <laughs> you mess with my son. I mean, we know, we know what no. you do to people who have dogs that poop in your yard. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. So, Should you start hoarding yeah. the little bags, slingshot style. <laughs> you mess with one, you mess with all. Here comes a poop bag. <laughs> Take it with you. Start collecting. Put them in a little cooler on your front porch. <laughs> no way. That's way. Oh, so they're hard. Yeah. Oh, ready to go okay. I, or warm. So it's a little bit. Ooh. I don't know. It's a little softer. Don't know. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. That's so yucky. All right. Oh. Another listener says their family motto is 
Be pretty if you are, be witty if you can, but be cheerful if it kills you. Yeah, yeah. This is, I've never heard this one, but I guess I have really one question and it is like, if you're not pretty, then what? Like, what What if you are not an attractive person? Do you just get a pass? I'm out. Yeah, I don't have to do any of this. I don't have to be witty. I don't even have to be cheerful. Good luck. I get a pass. Have you seen my face? I just I've just never heard this one before, but it's clever. It's really clever. This, but honestly, this motto, if I had to pick any of these mottos uh-huh. to that encapsulates you, I would pick this one for you. You are pretty, you are witty, and you are cheerful. You embody this motto. I almost just ate the microphone because I really <laughs> That's but so also, funny. Read what That's I wrote kind. in parentheses. That's kind. Let's see. I'm not going to. Okay. It makes I'm not going to read this out loud. <laughs> before but hey listen that was a kind compliment yeah that was very kind um i'm pretty like went like you know between the hours of like 11 and noon and then it kind of goes downhill <laughs> i'm witty when i'm tired you're and cheerful I, from 11 to noon and everything else is just gonna kill you i'm pretty from 11 to noon oh pretty I'm cheerful from like you know eight to nine a.m <laughs> i'm cheerful five minutes before i wake up no, not even then. <laughs> While I'm working out, and then once uh, I'm done my workout, then it all goes downhill. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. not supposed to be the opposite. Like, if you work out, <sighs> your whole day is supposed to be so good. Yeah. Huh. Physics. I don't even understand it. <laughs> Science. Science. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> all right. Another listener says their family motto is, be better today than you were yesterday. Okay, listen. I actually think about this all the time. Yeah. I don't. Do you? Yeah, because I think that, like, can you imagine being like, today was awful. Tomorrow I'm going to do even worse. Like, can you, can you just imagine? Like, I think about this all the time because sometimes I'll, like, get into bed. And I'm like, dude, I was a terrible mom today. And then yeah. I'll, and then I'm like, well, I'm going to try again tomorrow. Like, I'm yeah. going to try again and I'm not going to do what I did today. And so that gives me a little bit of hope. But can you just, like, of course today is going to be, of course tomorrow is going to be better than yet today. Right? Like. It has to be. It has to be. There's, or else I don't want to wake up. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Like I don't know. I I like this. Be better today than you were yesterday. Yeah, I like th- I like that. And especially since we just talked to Brooke Romney, who talked about perfection and all that. I really feel buoyed up. I feel like tomorrow is going to be better than today. Yeah, it's a really pretty motto. One quote Mm -hmm. that is a lot like this motto that single-handedly kept me from getting rid of my oldest daughter during her toddler years. Oh. Was from Anne of Green Gables. I think I've told you about this quote before. That's where your head was in the darkest times. It was. Do you know what? It was. This quote kept me going when she says, isn't it nice to think that tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it yet? And I can't tell you how many times I was cleaning up yeah. things, yeah. all the things. And yeah. like over and over, this line would go in my head. Isn't it nice Aww. to think tomorrow's a new day with no mistakes in it yet? And it applied to my daughter and it applied to me yes. and my parenting. So yes. yeah, I really like that. Be better today than you were yesterday. I, I like that it. too. That's a good one. All right. Another listener wrote in saying, my husband's family had the cheer, quote, I don't even know. What's the, how are you going to, what's the I'm not, because I'm not part of the family. No, you have to, there has to be some sort of tune. I think it goes like this. We, (laughs) I don't even know. We are the Petersons. No, that's not it. That's not it. How does it go? 
like, I'm trying to figure out how it goes. We're the Petersons and we're going to fight with our might to choose the right. Oh, that's good. That's I think that's exactly right. Oh, you're a poet. <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You added a whole other line to I their family right, motto. Yeah. Good job. I mean, I wish I knew the jingle and I would sing it to you, but I don't. But I bet it was in their heads growing up. I bet it was stuck in their head. Please tell me that they would go to public places and chant this at the tops of their lungs. Can you imagine a large family rolling up to Disneyland and people initially hearing like, we're the Petersons and we're going to fight. Like they're just asking for modern day West Side Story rumble. Megan? What? This hits too close. What you just said hits me too close because you've never been to Aspen Grove for a family reunion. <laughs> no. If you go do to they Aspen do that? Grove, they have, so on the first day, every family has to go up with a jingle. No. A, a tune. No. Yeah. No. And I'm not joking. I'm on dying. their game night on like Wednesday or Thursday, when all the families come to the field, they go around the field and everyone has to sing their jingle every single time. That's when I like seriously turtle. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I don't, I'm an orphan. I don't belong to anyone's family. Like it is so embarrassing. Have any families ever gone and just refused to do a chant? Or like, can you, I would, yeah. I would love yeah. to be the family that when they call our family name, we just be like, pass. Hey, <laughs> pass. I like that even better. Pass. pass. Yeah. Skip. No, if you're like, if you're in a family of like 10 or more, you almost always have a cheer. But if you are a family of less than 10, usually they opt out and they just don't come to that game night. But because of my in-laws, which we go and my mother-in-law sings, not only do we have to chant it, we have to sing it. And that's when I am usually like, you know, have diarrhea or something. I'm like, oh, <laughs> poor timing, gotta run. Like, okay, well, you've already admitted you have had a family chant, yeah. cheer, song, sing it. Do you know what? Sing I wish, I, honestly, I wish I sing could. It. I do not remember what it was this past year. Because you were always year. in the bathroom. That's probably correct. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but. Oh, I'm so disappointed in you right now. Yeah, no, but usually it's like some sort of, you know, heavenly i feel like there's usually some sort of heavenly affiliation like things think i don't even know i can't oh, tell you but there's I want usually you to some, know so bad I'll, I'll find out i'll ask okay. my family and come back to you thank you thank you yeah all right another listener said my family had a cheer growing up our last name is hole h-u-l-l and it went like this the holes are up and never down smiling faces all around say all the family names the whole family together forever. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually usually what we heard at Aspen Grove. It was usually something like that, like the secrets together forever. Like it's like something like that, which like, I wish I had, I wish I could get down. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I like that everyone has their name in this chant. I do like that. Can these listeners send us a recording of these yeah. family chants? Wait, when... Yeah, when are these even used? When would like, you use it? Costco? Oh, wouldn't in the, that be in the car before walking into grandma's house is like a pump up chant. Like, now you mentioned Costco. Wouldn't that be so amazing at Costco if you're like you're all shopping in your various corners and your mom's like, you know, the holes are up and everyone comes like from their own corner. That would be so sweet. Like a Costco flash mob. That'd be so sweet. Except <laughs> those are illegal now. I'm sure you heard that. Oh, that's a bummer. All right, and the final family motto that was submitted inspirational family motto yeah 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 keep the change you filthy animal well i like this except yeah. i want to know do we just say that as a joke it's not like for reals right it's, it's inspirational to me okay well no yes but like when would i say that to my kid like how would i say that can i tell me how to use it when they're getting out of the car to go to school oh it's not that hard oh 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 love it yeah love it yeah okay anything <laughs> i have from, no idea anything from home alone i love i'm gonna start using it Okay, now on to the not so inspirational things. 
The gentle parenting mottos that we have on repeat as parents, as submitted by our listeners. First listener says, put your stuff away in the right place. Oh, probably not with that tone I was going to say, probably you just like gentle. A, These are gentle. It probably is like, put your stuff away in the right place. Oh, that was really good. That was really good. This I talk about that in my home, but often it's followed with, put it away the right way the first time. Put it in the right place the first time. Yeah. And it never does. But then I always say, look, you just made more work for yourself by putting <laughs> it away in the wrong place. Like, I, there's a similar lesson like that in my home. Well, in a similar vein, in my home, we say, where does it belong? But mm. notice that's not really a question. It's a statement. It's a powerful mm. message said in a gentle and loving question form. Mm. Where does it belong? Mm. With the, the look, too. Mm-hmm. Also said many, many times Yes, in our home. Yeah, you got, hey, listen, you got kids. That's what you got to say. Okay, this next one. Ooh, just today I said this. Point it down. (laughs) Point it down. And we don't even need to go into it because we all know what we're talking about. If you have a son, point it down. Well, train them young. I don't get to say this anymore because my boys are too big to need parental supervision. So I just hope for the best. Yeah. Say a prayer and move on. Point it down and pay attention are use like often I'm always yeah you know I'll walk in and my four-year-old's like I don't even know I'm like pay attention it's everywhere pay attention (laughs) yeah okay so ooh, this one is funny this listener is always saying stop trying to escape through the dog door oh my word what a cool childhood that they have a dog door that they can fit through that's amazing I would say get out. Use the dog door. Get out of here. Scat. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, they can basically get in and out on their own. What a blessing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My kids would never be home. That would be great. I would love to have a dog door. That's hilarious. But also, no thank you. If but, you have a dog door, it means you basically have a dog. So, mm. Megan, presumably they have a dog. <laughs> I know. Presumably. And I don't want one. Yes. So no thank you. So I just want to know. Wait, did you have a dog door growing up? No. No. Did you? Oh, do you, do you even know my parents? Nay. Well, it's just, you asked me. No. If I can remember if you had a dog growing up. Are you like not afraid that like other varmints would climb in your house if you have a dog door? My next door neighbors have a cat that I, we've cat, cat sat, we've cat sat for them multiple times. They have a cat door and it opens from their basement into their kitchen, but then they have another one from the basement outside. So whatever comes in or out has to go through two doors. And I don't know if that's like a preventative measure, but what? only the cat knows. But I've wondered the same thing. Like does, what a raccoon could totally. easily get in there. Totally. But I like having the two because then there's less chance, right? Of the animal being smart enough to go through two as opposed to just one. But still one is still in your house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or like if a kid can fit through it, could a small robber also fit through it? Like I don't a small know. robber. <laughs> yeah, you know, it depends on it depends on the size. Like a, a, I don't know, a, mm-hmm. a wayward preteen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Totally. Like, they a, make me nervous. A malnourished, gross stunted <laughs> preteen who wants your packages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think that a dog door would actually make me I could not sleep at night if I had a dog door. I feel like mm. a varmint would come in at any moment. Or a rodent. Like some unwanted. Yeah. Yeah. Or another neighbor kid. I don't even know. But like, I don't, wa- I don't want it. Can you imagine a neighbor kid showing up in your house? How'd you get in? Dog door. <laughs> oh my goodness. So oh, fun. Okay. So this next listener said that they are constantly saying, use your fork. Oh, geez. Okay. And your knife mm-hmm. and your utensils mm-hmm. in general and your napkin. Mm. Once again, you're a human. Act like it. Amen. A thousand times. Yes. We are constantly saying this at our house. Yep. Use your fork. Yep. 
which is so weird. Like, why? You know how to use it. Because their fingers are just so much Even like easier? my nine-year-old uses know. her fingers. I'm like, dude. I know. It's a salad. <laughs> it's weird. Spaghetti. Yeah. Okay, so uh, oh, another listener said, try that again. Referencing the way they talk or do things. We also say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar to what we say. I can't understand you when you talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. And then you know it's often followed with "try that again" if you need yeah. to. But yeah, but yeah, it is. Yeah, on repeat. Yeah, and I've started to also say, "Sorry, what?" Like a you know, <laughs> getting closer. Because sometimes I feel like "try again." Sometimes feels a little condescending to me. Yeah, based on like the situation. Yeah. So I've started to try to say like "excuse me" or mm. "pardon me" or something that's a. Mm-hmm slightly more respectful in air yeah, quotes because yeah. I feel like if someone were to say to me try again I'm kind of condescending well yeah it's probably all in the tone right if you totally say, try again totally then maybe it's not as condescending but yeah, yeah if you say point. try again yeah see I'm kind it's of a condescending person so I think you, it's better when I'm like you are not sorry what you are not yeah. stop oh the next person says slow down and enunciate your words this is a kind of this is a, a kind way of saying what I usually say which is is that English <laughs> I'm going to start saying this instead of that because even though my kids always laugh, seriously, they're, I am always like, was that English? However, how many of your kids understand what enunciate means? Because Ooh. one of my youngest daughter, who just turned five, we were talking with her about the importance of being honest. Okay. And she would always answer with exactly what we wanted to hear. And just the other day, I said, Do you know what it means to be honest? Hmm. And she goes, It means to be nice. Oh. oh, my word. She doesn't even know. She doesn't oh, even. Interesting. She she can't make the, the tie that, you know, saying what really happened or lying mm-hmm. is equivalent to not being honest. Mm-hmm. Like the, the word honest, she just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it, but also like ha- half of your kids probably don't know what enunciate means. But good for you for throwing out a big vocabulary word to teach them. Well, that is how my... In-laws, that is how they raise their kids. Mm. I will often water down a sentence Mm -hmm. to have it come in more clearly for the kids. Mm -hmm. And my husband has often said, no, no, no. Because then they will start to put together what it means and then their vocabulary will grow. Now, I think there's a time and place, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to use the word enunciate with my two or four-year-old right Right. now. But could my six and nine-year-old catch on? For sure. Yeah, they could. For sure. But at this point with my younger kids, it's more important to me that they understand the message Mm -hmm. than the grammar than the verbiage right right agreed so another way you know slow down and say that again more clearly yeah or can you can you try that like there's other ways to say that without using enunciate if your kids are really young yeah yeah but Mm. yeah very interesting okay well i have some new mottos that i want to practice take for test drive this week and listen i just cannot wait to see you t- test these out in Disneyland this cup- upcoming week. I'm going to. I'm very excited about my new pair of running shoes coming my way. Megan, listen, I am not joking. I know you're not. That's why I'm, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, okay, but seriously, it's <laughs> going to be a Target pair of running shoes, so. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, well, if you don't already have a family motto, we hope you have been inspired or at least amused. <laughs> if you heard your family motto in this episode, please share it to Instagram. Tag us, especially if it's one of the chants. If you can get your whole family to do one of these, bonus points i would totally. love to see it in the wild totally get your whole family to do it at costco that would be so fun oh man that would be so fun 
All right, now on that note, it's time to put this baby to bed, and especially our co-host Megan, who's going to Disney, could be leaving for Disneyland any moment. Right now, actually, surprise. <laughs> Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us. We love you and appreciate it. Be a friend to everyone.